right. Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> uh, to another episode. I think my mic is hot. Let's turn it down a bit. Yeah, that might be better. Welcome back to a uh, another episode of Speaking of Nothing. Uh, I am your host, your pal. Your, I'm your bud. I'm your bud. Um, I had a hell of a night last night. Um, just got done doing a bunch of work. And uh, I've got a wedding coming up tomorrow. So this is not the time I usually try and do a podcast. And I'll be honest with you. I don't feel like doing this. Not even a little. Uh, I contemplated not doing it multiple times. And uh, doing a doing it later, set, posting the podcast late. I could post it late. That's fine, right? It doesn't matter if the podcast is late. But I'm trying to be a responsible human being, and uh, that means you guys getting a podcast on time and me doing things, even though I don't necessarily want to. Uh, I've got stuff I've got to do after this podcast. Usually when I record a podcast, I'm done for the day. That's it. I don't have any other responsibilities afterwards, and I can just go and relax, but I got to do this podcast, and then I got other stuff I got to do. Uh, it's my fault. I shouldn't have anything to do after this, but, you know, I was uh, lazy about some stuff, and now it's come back to haunt me. Like the fact that I have to go to a wedding tomorrow, and I was supposed to get my suit dry cleaned. And, um, well, the place I go to closes, or was closed, when I went over there. Apparently, they just take a half day on Saturdays. I didn't know that was a thing. Sorry, I gotta drink water again. This is just my life. Constantly trying to not drink water into a microphone. Um... Yes, yeah, so, you know, I think I'm going to have to go buy other things to wear to this wedding tomorrow because I don't, I don't know, can you get a suit dry cleaned in an hour? If I, wake, if I woke up early tomorrow, I also don't know what time the wedding is. Oh, boy. I lost parts of the invitation. Why not just make one invitation? I swear, look, I love them to death. I can't wait to watch them get married tomorrow and be a part of the whole day. Uh, I, I plan, I'm gonna get, I'll get into the whole wedding in a little bit here. But I just remember getting an envelope in the mail for their wedding, and it had like nine pieces of paper, all with different information and, and dates and times. And I'm not good with that stuff. I lost part of it. I lost the part that had... Oh, the only piece of paper I have from their wedding invitation is just the one with a photo of them on it and a date. And I think a location, honestly, as of this current second, I don't even know where the wedding is. <laughs> my suit my suit isn't dry cleaned. I don't know what time or where the wedding is, and it is tomorrow. Um, so I'm doing really good. I'm super excited to figure all that stuff out. So the plan is, after this podcast, to go try and find stuff to wear to the wedding tomorrow. And if I can't, I'm going to have to wake up at 7 in the morning and hope they could dry clean a suit uh, before noon. Because I'm assuming the wedding's at least not until the afternoon. I could be wrong. Maybe it's a 9 a.m. wedding. Do people do that? 
people don't have morning weddings, right? I'm assuming it's probably outside too. So at least it's nice outside. But um, I'm not in the wedding at least, so that's good. I'm not that responsible. I could just kind of show up and, you know, high five a couple of people, bounce around, a lot of double gun pointing. And uh, as long as I'm dressed relatively responsible, I think uh, I think it's okay. But again, yeah, <laughs> as of right now, no no suit uh, and no idea when and where the wedding is. But it is tomorrow. I know that at least. I sent a reminder in my phone. Uh, his brother texted me f- four days ago and asked if I was going because <laughs> I, I, I don't know, maybe he just hasn't talked to anybody. But I sent in. I'm not that much of a garbage person. I responded to the RSVP or whatever it's called. I put down that I would go there and I mailed it. After that, it's just it, that's on Jesus and my mailman. It's up to them to get get it to them. Um, but anyway, how did this start? Oh yeah, I didn't want to do this. <laughs> two weeks in a row. I, have I done two week in, two weeks in a row of solos? I don't know. I don't feel like checking. I don't think I, I have. But there's. I told you more of these. Also, I don't know if it's just like the time I released it. Uh, I think I'm going to start releasing these on Sunday nights. Because last week's episode, you guys were all over it. And uh, I know I tweeted a a thing from the Speaking of Nothing Twitter account, uh, thanking you guys for how many people listened, you know, within hours of releasing it, which is very cool. Again, maybe, you know, Sunday night's the time to do it. You guys are all kind of just hanging out at home or whatever you're doing. So it's easy to listen. So I'm going to start doing that. But thank you guys all for listening. I really do appreciate that. Um, and a bunch of you guys five-starred and subscribed and reviewed, um, which is also cool. But still, not like the amount that should. So I'm looking at all you guys who are listening to this. Again, I know the numbers here. You can't hide from me. I see all of you. And uh, thank you to the people that did re- review and, and five-star and su- subscribe and all that stuff. It really does help. It helps a lot. I know I say all this stuff a lot, but it makes it makes a really big difference when you guys do that stuff. Um, but uh, I really lost train of thought. What was I? What was I going there? Um, oh, anyway, two weeks in a row of solos. But either way, you guys are awesome. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I've got a bunch of stuff I want to talk about. Um, First of all, last week we talked about doing the morning show. So this past week I was on in the morning with Mo. Um, only two days last week, just because my schedule is crazy and I couldn't really accommodate much more than that. But I did do two weeks. We did Tuesday and Friday. Tuesday was super fun. I knew I would have a good time doing it and I knew I was excited and, you know, obviously all the stuff I talked about last time, but, um, I had more fun than I even thought I would. And then of course, just the schedule, man, you, you get done the show starts winding down around 9, 9.30, and then by 10 o'clock, it's over. You're done for the day. Getting up at 4.30 is brutal. My body is not prepared to go to sleep that early, so I definitely got two hours of sleep before the first show. Um, luckily, you know, coffee helps, and Mo is just a fucking ball of energy, so she'll wake you up real quick. 
But yeah, it was a ton of fun. I really had a good time. And then Friday, um, also a great time. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I met my dad, Danny Tanner. <laughs> uh, Bob Saget came in. He was doing stand-up at Stand Up Live in Phoenix. So he came on the show to promote those shows and hang out. And just like the nicest guy. Um, very specific about the angles that he shot at. <laughs> Uh, fun, fun Bob Saget fact for you guys. Um, he gets angry if you don't take photos or film him from a very specific angle. And I, I, by angry, I mean he just asks very politely for you to only shoot a certain way. But he is very specific about it. Um, he was taking a photo with Mo, and we had Ray, uh, you know, come in. She's a great, uh, she does great video work and great. Uh, she takes great photos. What's the? She's a photographer. That's the. Oh my god, she's a great photographer. So she was taking. You know, she's got all of her equipment and stuff, and she filmed it. And there's stuff you could watch, but uh, she was taking photos of him and Mo. And I just Mo handed me her phone, so I thought she wanted me to just grab a couple of like action shots or whatever. And I started doing that, but from the wrong angle, and he did not like that. And again, asked me very politely to not take any photos. Um, so yeah, very specific, very specific on, uh, on the way he's photographed and videotaped, but you know, I get it. Um, he's been doing it for a very long time, so he, I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. I don't know. I've mentioned on the podcast before how I hate getting my photo taken and I have all these pictures of people and things I want to share and, sorry, things I want to share and I never do because I just look like a fucking trash bag full of I don't know vomit either way Bob Saget was cool <laughs> um again really really nice easy the easiest interview ever I mean I said like five things but um he just could talk forever I think we the whole chat was like 15 minutes and he didn't stop talking um you know shared a bunch of cool stuff and was really nice afterwards and again um just a cool dude you know you get excited when people don't suck especially Danny Tanner I mean I grew up watching that guy which is just crazy um you know between Full House and then you know I forgot but America's Funniest Home Videos depending on how old you are um it was before YouTube when you wanted to watch funny videos of people getting hurt or I don't know weird stuff happening he would do all the voices you know and uh, other things. I don't know what else he's done. He was on Entourage. <laughs> anyway, it was cool. Super fun. Uh, I'm on next week as well. Uh, we've got some meetings, I guess, with the, the higher-ups to discuss um, the potential of me doing this more and seeing what the plan is and whatnot. And I don't know what's going to happen from here. Uh, I'm on four days next week. Uh, again, I have that wedding tomorrow, so I took Monday off just because there's no way I'll be prepared to go to work at four in the morning after that wedding. I will try and behave myself, but still, there's going to be a lot of people there and a lot of peer pressure. And it's a wedding. You want to have fun and, and drink and celebrate and whatever. Um, my buddy Steve, he is getting married. It's so crazy. I've literally known the guy, I think at this point, 20 years. Um. He is a friend of mine's brother. He started out as just being my buddy's brother. 
and we would hang out once in a while. But, you know, he was, I think, two or three years older than us. So there was like a little bit of a gap, you know, at least in high school. And we went to different high schools and whatever, but became, you know, very, very close. I love the guy to death. Um, you know, he's one of the best people. He's he's just the best. And, you know, I do anything for the guy. And it's just so crazy that we've known each other for 20 years, that life has just gotten to the point where, you know, I have so many ridiculous stories that I could share about Steve. Most uh, that he probably wouldn't want me to share, so I won't. Some because, you know, legally, I don't know what the laws are. (laughs) Steve's done some interesting things that, again, I probably should not share on a recording device. One crazy Steve story that I could share and I was Googling it a little bit before the podcast because I was just wondering about it. But Steve uh, used to live in Gilbert. He still lives in Gilbert. And one day I was over at his house. We were in his backyard barbecuing, you know, just hanging out, enjoying the day. Um, I think, you know, it, was, it wasn't nighttime yet, but it was like the sun was going down. And uh, all of a sudden I turn around and I just see, I don't know, 20-story flames And it's not super close, but it's not that far away. Like, I don't know. The flames were probably three blocks away from us, but they were so high. Basically, what happened was um, they were building an apartment complex a few streets down from him. And uh, it was just the framing. So it was just wood. And the entire apartment complex, you know, I think it was like three, four buildings worth of just framing all on fire. It was insane. There was, you know, a million fire trucks and and police, and they had to close the roads off. And there was a helicopter just flying around the fire and, like, flying around the neighborhood on, like, a megaphone telling people to turn around. Like, I believe there were some cars parked around it that, like, were destroyed just from the heat, like tires melting and... It was crazy. So, of course, you know, we're like a couple of beers deep at this point, and there's a little bit more time uh, for the meat on the grill, so we go try and get a little closer. Why not? It was the, it's the biggest th- fire I've ever seen in my life. It was absolutely, it was, it, it was intimidating. It was terrifying how big these flames were. So, so crazy. I mean, Obviously, we give all the credit in the world to firefighters and policemen and stuff, the work they do. But, dude, to be a firefighter, I know I would not want to go anywhere near that. It's just so insane. But anyway, we uh, <laughs> we uh, head towards the fire because, again, why not? And, um, you know, like I said, we had a couple of drinks. We weren't thinking too much about it. But as we're getting closer and closer, and this doesn't click at the time, but... As we're getting closer and closer, we see like three or four what look like young-ish teenagers, you know, definitely maybe high school seniors, all coming from where the fire's at, like that direction. And we see them all run. They're like running, running. And they run, jump into a car, and just take off. And again, didn't really think too much of it. We, I, you know, I remember being like, oh, that's weird. But, you know, I didn't think like, oh, those guys must have lit that building on fire. So we get as close as we can. It's absolutely insane. The fire goes for hours and we end up just sitting in his backyard, just kind of watching it and drinking. And honestly, I don't remember too, <laughs> too much after that. It was just so insane. 
But a couple of days later, I'm in Gilbert. We're walking down Gilbert Road, you know, where they like built all those restaurants and bars and stuff now, downtown Gilbert-ish or whatever. And there's a sign taped to a street pole that says $30,000 reward if you have any information on the fires at the apartment complex. Basically, they conducted, at least at that point, that it was arson. Um, I, I tried looking up more details on this stuff. I couldn't find a lot um, because apparently there was like another apartment complex that burned down like a few weeks earlier. And there was like rumors that like they didn't have enough money to finish the projects and they were paying people to burn these places down just to get insurance or to get out of the deal or whatever. I just remember, um, you know, <laughs> through whatever who I don't know, bartenders in the area were telling us, I don't know who it was. So anyway, I start thinking back and thinking, you know what? Those dudes running from the car could have been them. Now, I'm not saying they hired some high school kids to burn down an apartment complex, but maybe it was an accident. Either way, fuck those kids. I want $30,000. So I call the number. I call the number, and I get directed to a detective, basically. I tell them, whoever answers, I go, hey, I've got information about the fire in Gilbert. They uh, connect me to a detective. I think it goes to voicemail. I leave them a message, leave them my number. A couple of days later... I get a phone call from the detective, and I tell him everything I just told you guys. And he goes, you know, great, great. This is great. You know, thank you so much for calling. I, you know, we're, we're still trying to figure out exactly what's going on. And uh, I'm thinking, this is it. I remember, I didn't have a license plate, but I had a car, and I had a pretty good description of, you know, the kids and whatever. And apparently they kind of had an idea that, you know, there's other people that kind of witnessed the same thing. So at this point, I'm like, all right, well... Hey, maybe I might not get all thirty thousand, but I'll take ten grand for ratting out some high school kids. I'm all I'm all about it. So he tells me he's like up in Flagstaff working on something, and he's going to be back in Phoenix in a few days. He's going to call me back. He wants to have like a face to face and and get down every detail and really talk about it. And I go, great. I'm thinking I'm going to get paid. This is awesome. I'm going to be on the news. <laughs> I don't know if I wanted to be on the news. Honestly, I don't think I would want my face attached to, you know, narking on some arson children. Is that what they're—I don't think they're called arson children. I think they're just called arsonists. Who knows? Either way, even if it was an accident, maybe the kids get, you know, they got to pick up trash on the freeway or something. I don't know. But I was, I was fine with it. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, he never calls me back. I kind of forget about it at this point, and— Fast forward to today. <laughs> I think I may have tried calling one more time, but uh, I never got a hold of anybody. He never contacted me, which I thought was weird, but I don't know. So anyway, so I was Googling just now before because I was like, oh, I got to tell this story. It's so ridiculous. And uh, apparently I found one article where they were talking about it and they're like, this is definitely arson. Uh, and then even in the article that I found, they said that like, some people witnessed uh, what looked like high school kids wearing, like, ASU hoodies or whatever. Kind of the same thing I saw. And then I saw another report. This is, like, three years ago when the fire happened. Three or four years ago. Almost four years ago now. But um, I saw another article that got posted maybe a year ago or two years ago or something where they said that it, the, after an investigation, they concluded that it was an accident. 
Um, I don't know if I saved. I didn't. I closed. I closed the article. But basically, they must have done a full investigation, and it turned out that it was it was an accident, or those high school arsonists are geniuses and 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 planned the perfect crime, and they got away with it. But anyway, <laughs> that's the only Steve story I think I'm going to share. Um, you know, like I said, I've known the guy since I was a kid, since I was 12 years old. It's just so crazy. Um, I'm super excited to see his family. I just act the last time I saw them was at uh, his brother's wedding, which was a ton of fun. So I get to see a bunch of people that I love very much that I don't get to see very often. So it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Um, you know, weddings are not necessarily, you know, my big, my favorite thing in the world, but, um, you know, it'll be a good time. So that'll be tomorrow. And, uh, you guys, I'm sure we'll get a full recap of the wedding when uh, I do another episode of this podcast next week, which uh, could be another solo one. I don't know. Oh, actually, no, maybe not. I got to check dates. I don't remember exactly, but <clears throat> we do have um, some, we do. <laughs> I have some friends coming into town for the holidays and stuff, um, and uh, they do a podcast. I've had Haley on before. If you guys have been listening for a while, my friend Haley she like runs this this blog and she has she does like this all this like mom blog and all kinds of cool stuff she's you know she basically makes a living like running an instagram account based around like her and her family and her kids and stuff she's awesome she's the best and uh she's been on the podcast before she, the last time she was on the podcast she surprised me and told me that she was pregnant which was amazing and now they're coming back to town for Thanksgiving and they're bringing their little baby girl who I've just been obsessed with on Instagram, um, all the photos that they that she's been sharing and stuff. Uh, so I'm so excited to meet baby June for the first time and I get to see Haley and then her husband, who's also been a friend of mine for, I don't know, a million years at this point because we're old now, uh, Zach is going to be in town, so I'm hoping the plan is to get the two of them on the podcast for, uh, like, a Thanksgiving episode, which uh, I think will be really cool. Like I said, they do a, uh, they do, like, a parenting-type podcast. It's called Mom and Dad Made a Podcast. Mom and Dad Have a Podcast. I'm a bad friend, guys. Um, let's see. Is it even still? Did they get rid of it? Oh, boy. I might be a bad friend. Um, I Is it all? Oh, here we go. Mom and Dad made a podcast. So check that out. Um, they The last episode they did was in June, and the title's called The Podcast Isn't Over. But uh, considering it's November, you know, life's tough. They've got two children now. They're very busy. But uh, there's still a ton of episodes you can go back and listen to. I definitely recommend it. But Mom and Dad of the Mom and Dad Made a Podcast will definitely be on. Uh, and I can't wait to catch up with them. And I think we'll have a really good time. Um, and you guys will enjoy that one, too. Um, you know, we've known each other. Again, this is just me talking about my oldest friends. But I've known them, again, forever, too, since high school. So it'll be fun to chat with them and catch up. And, you know, I haven't seen them in what feels like way too long. So... That'll be cool. 
Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, 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 uh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> First of all, let me check the time. How am I doing here? Oh boy, we're almost at uh, the podcast is almost over. I've been trying to do like thir- I feel like thirty minutes is good. You guys all seem to be listening, so I think thirty minutes is a good one. But I've got stuff I want to talk about, so let's just get into some quick things. Um, first of all, <laughs> I posted this on Twitter. I think I shared it on Instagram too. Um, Joe Pesci, um, you know Joe Pesci. He's the guy from Home Alone and uh, all of your favorite movies like Casino and Goodfellas and My Cousin Vinny. Well, apparently he also makes music. And I guess he put out an album like 20 years ago or something, 21 years ago. I got to find, I posted about it. I'm going to play you. (laughs) I got to play you a little bit Um, because it's insane. Who would have thought Joe Pesci with that weird Joe Pesci accent of his (laughs) would make music? All right. So Rolling Stone posted two days ago. Joe Pesci teams with Adam Levine. That's correct. Joe Pesci and Adam Levine on his new jazz song, Baby Girl, the lead single from the actor's first album in 21 years. Now, I uh, thought about maybe just playing a Joe Pesci song at the end of the episode, but I want to play music at the end of the episode that I like, so I'm not going to do that to you. But I am going to play you a little snippet of Joe Pesci, and I'm not going to play you his jazz song with Adam Levine because I found a song of Joe Pesci rapping, and I'm going to play I'm going to play that for you instead. Uh, I'll just play a little bit because it's insane. Of course, the song is called Wise Guy, and uh, I'm assuming it's like a sample from something, unless they made the beat. I don't know. Um, he makes all these references to, you know, the movies that he's in or whatever. But anyway, enjoy this. Yes, I'm so sorry, but just a little bit. First reference right there about Casino, of course. <laughs> okay, now he's rapping about murdering women. All right, that's all I'm going to make you listen to. Um, If you want to listen to the whole thing, just uh, go on YouTube and search Joe Pesci Wise Guy. Um, I mean, look, that was only a minute. There's still three minutes and 35 seconds left. Obviously, I won't do that to you. But I just thought that, you know, if there was anywhere that I was going to share the fact that Joe Pesci not only has a new album coming out, but uh, he used to rap. And God knows what else he used to do. (laughs) 
Um, I tried the new Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Ridiculous. Um, I don't know if anybody's tried it yet, um, but I went there after the show on Friday morning, and there was people waiting outside of Popeye's before it even opened. So ridiculous. I got there maybe 10 minutes before they opened. There was people waiting outside. They finally let us in. The poor woman at the cash register just seemed miserable. Um, but I got the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye's, and it was fantastic. There was probably 30 people behind me in line uh, by the time I got to the register, which is just crazy. Um, I definitely, you know, there's like all these stories about like people getting stabbed and fighting over the chicken sandwich. No chicken sandwich is ever going to be worth fighting another human over. But um, Popeye's is the best. If you want to try and tell me there's a better fast food chicken spot than Popeye's, you're out of your mind. Um, and it's definitely worth checking out. But I don't know. Try and go when there's not a million people. I don't know. Whoever, I, was it Was it the Twitter? There was like a Twitter beef with like Popeye's and Chick-fil-A. Whatever they did, people are going to be studying studying that like marketing plan for the rest of our lives because it's so insane how many like there was so many people and you know most of the people in line you're like oh yeah you definitely eat fast food all the time and you just need this but there was also like normal good looking people <laughs> there was you know people that didn't look like me waiting in line at Popeyes and I would, like attractive women were waiting in line before the doors opened for a Popeye's chicken sandwich. So, mind blown a little bit. Um, it looks like Instagram is officially getting rid of the likes. or they're, 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 I talked about this on the podcast a while ago when the story first came out, that they were testing getting rid of the likes. But it looks like they're going to start testing it in the United States next week. So, keep an eye on your Instagram. Honestly, I don't give a shit if my likes go away. Um, I think it's totally pointless. I think it's dangerous for kids. I think, well, look, you want to post stuff. You want people to see your stuff on the internet. That's great. I get it. I want to also. Um, I mean, I literally, you know, I do this podcast. I want attention. I'm desperate for all of your attention. I Look, I get all that stuff, but likes are fucking dangerous and stupid. And it's insane that I have to say something like lock, li- like locks, locks, like likes are dangerous but we're we're all terrible people. We've ruined the fact of somebody like clicking on a photo. <laughs> We've gotten to the point it's almost 2020 and adult we can't handle likes on the internet. So Instagram's got to be our parent and uh take away our likes. <laughs> and I think we're going to be better off for it. Um all right, let me check how we're doing one more time. I got to be. Okay, we're just about 30. So Really, really quick. I've got to play a few of these as well. Um, I don't. I'll pl- I'll only play a couple. They're terrible. But uh, apparently, there's a thing called the MAGA challenge, and I tried to do as little research as possible because I don't want to know any more than I have to about something called the MAGA challenge. But basically, you know, shitty people are on the internet. Uh, Okay, well, let's see. There was a guy, apparently some rapper, 
who like rapped about Trump and like his love for the MAGA hat and whatever. And, you know, because the Internet's a terrible place that should be, you know, taken away from us. People came up with a thing called the MAGA challenge. And then Trump, of course, I guess, tweeted about it or retweeted something. And people started making their own MAGA challenges, which is basically dumb people, mostly white people, rapping, <laughs> rapping about Trump. Uh, again, they're so awful, and I don't even want to watch these, but I, we have to, I have to share um, because it's so ridiculous. Uh, the first one's by some dumb-looking white chick wearing a MAGA hat. And, uh, yeah, let's take a little quick listen to this. Again, I'm sorry. I really do apologize. This is a rap about a MAGA hat. It's really bad, I know. The one that always taken by a Democrat. Trump's policies are so grand. Watching the economy. Okay, so clearly it's awful, and I hate her. She's the worst. She's rapping in her car. She's got giant teeth. I hate her. Um, <laughs> this one's actually not terrible. Um, this is the only one I didn't completely hate, and this one made me didn't make me want to throw my phone out the window. But uh, let me know here. Let me know what you think about this one. So clearly it's awful, um, the f but kind of catchy, right? Kind of catchy? And he's, look, thank God he's okay with us if we voted for Hillary. What a nice guy. Um, but look, MAGA Challenge sucks. That was catchy. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I'm skipping a lot of really bad ones because I want you guys to keep listening to the podcast. But uh, I think there was one more really bad one. Oh, this guy's wearing a Trump 2020 bucket hat, which is like, buddy, it's called the MAGA challenge. You're supposed to rap about the red MAGA hat, and you're wearing a black bucket hat that says Trump. It's just he did everything wrong. Let's listen to this one. All right, nephew, I'm going to break it down. Orange, Samuels, and Biden. Poor them be deciding. Best of the worst has me crying. Bet they'll still be trying. Collusion, pollution, so much confusion. Them's about the problems, not about solutions. Bernie Alejandra, free stuff's an illusion. Racism, division, not America, I envision. Shut off the television. Trump 2020, that's my decision. Oh my God. All right. That's, that's all I'm going to make you listen to. Um,. Oh, wait, hold on. I think there was one more. Oh, boy. I'm so just, you know, look, again, the Internet's awful. Sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes you got to listen to uh, 
white people rap about Trump. Okay, I can't even. We're done. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is like a 17-year-old girl wearing a Trump shirt, rapping in front of an American flag. <laughs> anyway, if you want to see more of the MAGA challenge, it's a hashtag on Twitter. Feel free to check it out and, you know, try not to kill yourself after. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think that's it. I think we're done. We're definitely way past. Yeah, we're almost, we got to be done here. Um, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed my 20-minute story about trying to catch some teenage arsonists. <laughs> I don't know. This podcast really got ahead of me. Um, thank you guys for listening, of course. Uh, I'll be on in the morning next week with Mo again. So if you're around to check that out, please do. Um, please subscribe. Please five star. Please tell your family. Tell your friends. Um, and of course, thank you, Paradise Adult Boutique. Uh, I told you guys last week that uh, there will be a Black Friday sale that he's doing. Um, you'd think I'd have the dates in front of me. I don't. So let me find those real quick. All right, so November 29th, 30th, and December 1st, there is going to be a Black Friday sale at Paradise Adult Boutique. You'll be able to take 25% off everything in the store. Discounts apply to sale and clearance items as well, so a ton of savings there. Uh, this is your chance, again, to try and get maybe get something that you necessarily wouldn't spend that money on. Uh, you're going to get a great deal uh, 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix, open seven days a week. Make sure you check out Paradise Adult Boutique. Uh, tons of great stocking stuffers uh, in our uh, in our <laughs> in their clearance department. Uh, you're getting 25% uh, off, plus uh, you know all kinds of great deals. Look, he he takes care of the podcast. He takes care of you guys. Uh, support his Black Friday sale. Um, you know, it makes me look good when you guys do that kind of stuff. So go check them out November 29th, 30th, and December 1st at Paradise Adult Boutique. Thank you, Paradise Adult Boutique, for sponsoring the the podcast. I can't talk. My brain hurts. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, I will be back next week. I love you. That's a weird way to end the podcast. I don't know if I should tell you I love you. <laughs> That's a mattress. Don't sleep with seats, that's a mattress. You ain't stingy, split your tablets. You don't flinch when camera flashing. Flashing. Not fake, laid back, no, it's natural. And I think you made for the life I lead. I'm not fake patient, I don't fake sick. That kind of coffin don't need lean. Rest in peace, got this lust for life. Horny for the game. First they kiss, then they bite soft. Then that wanna play it off. Huh? Got a pretty skill in a pit of snakes. My serpent shakes, some brand new skills. I need a new face. I'm tired of these brittles. Acting familiar. Tip of the block and turn it to pop. You think of the elders. Say you're grateful. They don't say thank you. They don't say grace. I eat for meals. I eat for millions. Got a pretty still. Look at my deal. Rich and mill. Look at my kids. Flooded with diamonds. Look at my skills. Running through blocks like 49ers. 49 diamonds. Stuff from my bracelet. That cost a while. That cost a while. But
Yeah. 